welcome back to the Practical Scouter. This is Greg. Hey, Jay. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, Greg, how are you guys doing? Hey, well, I'm just glad that you guys let me back on the show after my solo. Didn't screw it up too badly, apparently. Uh, you were great. Oh, I just published it and didn't listen. Was it any good, Jay? Uh, I didn't listen either, but uh, oh, okay. I'm sure it was fine. How bad could it be? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, um, oh, boy. Did you publish the gag reel or the the edited one? I don't know. You sent me two files and one said private, you know, personal use only. So I just loaded that up. Oh, all right. Um, Do we need to go now and fix this? Sec. No, I got to go find my attorney's number. That's okay. all. Okay. No, but in all seriousness, all right. that was a great conversation with, with Meredith, with one of our, our yeah. wonderful Cub Scout leaders. And uh, she, she yeah. just, she has a great perspective. She, uh, she does a wonderful job with, with not only her scouts, but with her leaders as well. And whatever troop gets her to come over, will be very lucky to have her. Uh, I, I am, I am soliciting her very strongly. <laughs> Try and bring Good. her into mine. <laughs> Recruiting. <laughs> yeah, she's she's great. She's a, um, and she's not alone. There are other amazing leaders in the district, but she's one that can you know, certainly a shining star. And I've actually had several people ask if they could rebroadcast that in their own meetings. Right. And Meredith has said that's okay. So if anyone listening to this uh, thinks that's worthwhile, you know, send us a note and we can probably make that happen. Or you could paraphrase and just make it up or make it better. You know, sure. just maybe try and give her a little bit of credit because she is awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was definitely good, good stuff. So, so we all, uh, let's see here, we're all under a blanket of snow today here in Connecticut. So that's been fun. First snow of the season. And hopefully the last, yeah. if, uh, if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> which I know I don't. Uh, but last last weekend we had a what a 60 degree day last Sunday and we got to to have a bon voyage party for our district executive who just retired after 40 years of service to scouting. Yeah, 40 years. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's a great guy. I I certainly learned learned a lot from him. And yeah, it was cool. It was very cool. Yeah, it was it was you know, it was a great career. And when he started telling us about how the career started, it, it became very personal for me because apparently I didn't know this at the time, but when he started at his first council, it was the council where I was a Cub Scout. So I was a Weeblo in the council where he started his career. And now I am a adult. I'll, I'll put adult in quotation marks. I'm an adult leader <laughs> <laughs> and have learned much from him about, uh, about being an adult leader, so it, it was uh, it was nice to to learn that on a personal level he capstoned both sides of my uh, of my scouting career, which was nice. And yeah, but you you made him feel pretty old. With I, that did. Crack, I you know did. That. I did. I know. <laughs> yeah. And 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 all the time that he was working in different councils before he came to our council, he was still living within the boundary of our council. So he was com he was commuting everywhere that he was working, and now. Uh, for the last three years, I guess, it's been a pretty uh, less rigorous form, as it were. So, uh, you know, a little more convenient to come home. And if his schedule maintained the way it was supposed to, he was heading south today. So hopefully he got out yeah, the door. Yeah, I, I talked to him the other night. He thought he was going to wait another day mm -hmm. just to 
uh, get a little clearing of the snow before he headed south. So. Understandable. Well, maybe, once maybe once yeah. he's got a little bit of time away from from scouting life and he's relaxed, we'll try and bring him on the show here and, and get the the unfiltered the unfiltered story of life as a scout executive. Yeah. Well, I asked him about that, you know, and he first initially he says, "Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that'll be cool." And I said, "Yeah, you know, Raj, great. Don't." you know, you're going to be off the payroll, whatever. You can say whatever you want about the BSA. And it, and he laughed and he smiled and he says, uh, well, they actually still have my pension. So maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no, you know, th- this is, this is, uh, audio only. So, you know, we will protect the last names and, uh, if you want, we can disguise his voice. That's true. Ooh, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. That would be. No, it's, it, yeah. He's a great guy. He, uh, He's seen a lot, you know, for 40 years as a professional, as a paid professional in scouting. That's, uh, there's a lot of change, a lot of turmoil in, well, hell, even in the last 10 years, but, you know, you know, certainly over the, over the 40 years. Sure. You know, good, bad, good, bad, and ugly, right? Yep. And it's a, you know, DE, and I think that's what we're going to talk about on this episode is, is DEs and we're, we're going to get a new DE coming in and as volunteers and the three of us as volunteers that spend a, a lot of time volunteering at a district and a council level, he was a great person to work with. He bridged that gap between the volunteers and the paid professionals. So, and, and how did he do that? He he took our opinion seriously. He trusted us. He allowed us to run with ideas and he supported us however we needed to be supported. Uh, it was, it was yeah, a, he really yeah, did. It's a great partnership. Yeah. Now for Greg, for those listening that are newer, or maybe they're not even involved in the district, we should probably tell them what a DE is. Oh, right? yes. I'm trying to think of something. Because I don't know about you, every time we go through registration, particularly new Cub Scout leaders, or even f- folks that have been in the pack for a little while, a lot of people don't even know what their district is, or what, or even if they have districts, right? Because some, some smaller councils don't have districts within the council. So they don't even know what their district is. Right. Mm-hmm. So we should probably talk. So what is a DE? It stands for district executive, right? District executive. Yes. So actually Ro- Roger was, had been promoted at some point in the process. He was a district director, which is the next level up, a bit more senior. And of course, Roger was 40 years in. So that seniority is certainly well, well recognized and well deserved. Mm-hmm. And that's part of, the, sorry, that's part of the key three for for the district similar to your troop having a key three or your or your pack having a key three your district has a key three so you've got your your de or your your district director depending on their their level you've got your district chairman and you've got your district commissioner right and 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 of those the 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 district chairman or district chair and the district commissioner are volunteers Whereas the district executive, district director, is the paid professional as part of the team. Mm-hmm. They empl- they're, they're an employee of the Boy Scouts of America or technically an employee of our local council. And there, it's a, I guess, I suppose it, it's going to vary by area, but there's a big administrative component, right? But it's also, uh, Greg, as you mentioned, a conduit between maybe some of the administrative stuff on the back end uh, at the count at the council offices, the administrative offices, and then 
to us, uh, the volunteers out in the field. Yeah. Right. And I know, you know, Roger did a great job with that. And Roger, I, you know, we know he's listening to this. So Roger, you are, you're, you're awesome. You're the man. So every DE that I'm going to run into in the balance of my scouting time, you will be my high bar, right? So I'm going to hold them to that. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can't see it happening, but hopefully someone will come along that is, uh, uh, is good or even possibly maybe even better than you are, if, if that's even possible. So Roger, thank you for that. Yep. Yep. Set a very high bar for us. He has, I, I, I think we've been spoiled a little bit. Uh, I've been in the district for 20 years and I've seen, you know, obviously my fair share of district executives and, uh, Roger is the, the, the top of the heap as it were, you know, that's one of the best of the best, which unfortunately means that there, there are others that are, um, less well-rounded, shall we say. So it's all going to go downhill from here is what you're saying. There'll be a dip. There'll be a dip. It's, it's always hard to break a, a new DE in. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's good. What are we going to do with the new DE? How are we going to break them in? Well, there's, there's the initiation, of course. <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. But that was not. No, you can't. Boys got some no, you, no, no, no. What, does that apply to adults? Is that for adults? Is that or is that just youth? Uh, good question. I yeah, pretty sure that's uh, applies to everybody. <laughs> oh, man. oh well. All right. Okay, scratch, scratch that off the list. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. What else are we going to talk about for the next ten minutes? <laughs> uh, I was hoping I would talk about hazing rituals. Darn it! Exactly. Ah, golly. All right. No, but new new guys break them in. And I know when I first when I first uh, you know, was brave enough to branch outside of the wonderful world that is the Cub Scout Pack, and I I forget why I went to my first district meeting. It might have been tied in with the training that was also happening at the same time in the same building, or it could have been that I was looking for wood badge tickets, ticket ideas, ticket goal ideas. I think maybe that's what. And of course, the second you walk in the door, they're looking to give you jobs. Um, and then, you know, but the first guy I remember was a, was a young, uh, young man who, I don't know, always seemed to be kind of a uh, deer in a headlights. You know, he didn't, I said, who is this guy? And I figured he was just, I don't know, some note taker from the BSA or something. And then, so my first experience was somebody that a nice, nice enough young man, uh, not too far out of college, I don't think, but nice enough young man, but, uh, compared to, you know, someone like Roger who brings you know, significant credit to the role that was kind of a night and day role and i think there was someone in between too there was we had someone uh, very briefly because that was that was christian um i and i remember after him you're right we had someone briefly and i know my impression too when roger came on board was huh i thought this was a a newbie's job i thought this was just based on my short experience with de's i just assumed a de was always a former eagle scout who was looking to start doing something professional in scouting and this was someone right out of school so i was surprised to see someone who'd had such a storied career come into that role so so in most cases the district executive is an entry-level position um we have had des that uh are joining scouting as a second career so they've actually retired from their first career not not common but does happen um and that they probably were volunteers at some point. 
we more likely find somebody right out of college or second job out of college. And college is a requirement to be a commissioned professional in Boy Scouts America. So they could be hired right out of school. Um, and this is you know, their first job. And on top of that, oftentimes, not required, that they're Eagle Scouts or they've come up through the program as a youth. So their understanding of the Boy Scouts of America is radically different because they've been doing all the fun stuff. In fact, sometimes for their brand new DE, you got to make sure they understand that the fun stuff, like running camperies and you know planning you know district events, is more the volunteers' responsibility and less of the professionals' responsibility. And they get to do the, the less fun but equally important stuff like raise money, find members, start new units, um, you know, more the business side of, uh, of scouting. Ah, the business of scouting. <laughs> Maybe a whole other episode. I have Might so be. many questions. I have so <laughs> many questions. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and then of course with, uh, I think the bankruptcy, I think that the, the application window is closed now, I think. Was it closed a couple of weeks ago for uh, filing? November 16th was the bar date as the official legal term. Yeah. So, the, so all, about a, all so the claims have been submitted if they're going to be submitted. About a month ago. And what's the hope that in six months from now or so, those the settlement will be made? I think it's a more accelerated schedule. I think we're going to see something in the first quarter of yeah. the next year. Uh, there shouldn't be any reason to hold things up. Uh, well, everyone's impatient to to move on and put this behind us. Yeah, well, and hopefully the victim the victims will, uh, you know, in effect will well definitely will be uh, fairly compensated, and that we can turn that page that uh, that ugly dark page we can turn that page and and move on. Yeah, you know? but that's a that's a that's a heavy weight that that uh, until that's done, it's it's hard to uh, move quickly, right? Cause we've got to wait until all that's done. Right. Now that we're on a, you know, after that, uh, that down note, Jay, how do we get a, how do we get a new DE? What is the process for that? Yeah. Fair question. So um, because it's an existing position within our council and our council has made the conscious decision, our SCAT executive made the counts conscious uh, position decision to um, be fully staffed which is in the current day and age of uh, pandemics and and bankruptcy is not very common in a lot of the councils, certainly in the Northeast, but we do have, you know, f you know fully staffed. So we'll put a recruitment um, uh, out and uh, identify some candidates, go through an interview process, normally handled by the professionals. Uh, currently, because some councils in our immediate area have had uh, furloughs because of financial reasons, uh, we may pick up an experienced uh, district executive. Uh, but we also can recruit out of school. So we put out a requisition. And I'm hoping by uh, mid-January we have somebody back on board again. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. You know, coming out coming out of the uh, the winter, you know, you know, strong through uh, crossover time and into the summer to you know, start rebuilding. That'd be uh, rebuilding. That's not the right word, but to uh, 
regain the momentum. How's that? Right. Yeah. Uh, that, no, that, that's uh, a part of it is rebuilding. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Our, our membership's down. I think we're going to finish the year in our council down 20%, which is a horrible number, but we're probably better off than uh, 80% of the councils, at least in the Northeast region, um, which is bad news from any number, number of um, perspectives. But uh, and our fundraising has been down, and that across the board with basically every charity, um, it's been a very difficult adult year for membership and for uh, for fundraising. So having a full staff becomes all that much much more important mm-hmm. and 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 costly, unfortunately. Oh yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's 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 continuity as well. I mean, as as Roger leaves to have someone else in that role, otherwise it's it's an important role and it, and it's a gap. As we try and get things done, um, it's a gap because you know what's going to happen, Jay. We're all just going to come to you and say, "Can you check in at council and ask and get this question answered for us?" <laughs> so, in, in in the in the world of scouting, there will be a a temporary sc- uh, district executive assigned to us. I think it will be. We don't have a, a director of field services, which is normally or in a typical council a uh, reporting uh, supervisor, but we have an assistant scout executive. Uh, so he'll probably um, f- fill the interim in for uh, for Roger's role, and then that person is also probably responsible for training the uh, new district executive locally, hmm. uh, so that keep, keeps the volunteers from teaching them all the bad habits or her all the old, all the <laughs> bad habits. <laughs> have the, the, the fox with the key to the hen house. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's great. It's fantastic. Now it, uh, it, it it's interesting. So I, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever done it. Um, Jay, I'm sure you have, but Greg, I don't know if you've ever gone onto the BSA's employment website, you know, you open jobs and things like that. It's pretty cool. I, I there's have, neat, there's yeah, some neat there's stuff some interesting there. stuff there. Yeah, I saw a maintenance technician. It must have been at at Summit. It was in it was in West Virginia. Yeah, right. A maintenance guy could do that. I moved to West Virginia. Why not? Does it, inc- does it include the cabin or something like that? Uh, well, when my when my wife kicks me out. No, no, well, that may be. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. If I'm nothing. <laughs> I was thinking if you're working at the Summit, that they could be a place to live. I don't know. Oh, hey, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good a question. House. You know. <laughs> Well, I got to imagine, you know, that's a, wow, that's, that's such a vast, uh, uh, property. I mean, that's a, that place is monstrous. He'll be playing. And we only saw. He'll be playing on the zip line during the off hours. He doesn't need a place to sleep. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'll I'll be giving it the, uh, the, uh, the weight test to see if I can break the line. Right. (laughs) I was going to say, and don't think this wrong. You send a dummy down first. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, Wait, don't take it wrong. How am I supposed to take it? I don't, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> so, much, so many jokes to make. So many. Oh, yeah. So many. It's too easy. <laughs> no, so I get, you know, I guess, uh, I guess this is all about, uh, you know, it's really all about Roger and the DEs and that important role. And I would encourage the Cub Scout leaders out there that uh, as you learn more about how scouting works around you, one of the things that I wish I knew a little bit earlier in my my scouting career was the scope and of resources available outside of the pack sometimes you find yourself in a little bubble and yeah there's the facebook groups and all that kind of stuff but there's just no substitute for 
the real world, the actual human beings around you that have the resources and the experience that can help. And district, the district is, in, well, in my view, that's the best resource. District roundtables and all your district uh, uh, committees and all your program people and your training people and your membership people, those are great resources and they'll bend over backwards to help you, you know, with your pack. Because uh, they, you know, Cub Scouts is, as you've heard me say a million times, and I'll say it a million more, is Cub Scouts is, you know, where the future of the whole program is. So uh, any even remotely enlightened district person is going to be bending over backwards to help the Cub Scout program. So for all you Cub Scout leaders out there, take advantage of those resources, and you will have a a much better program because because of that. So please, please do. Yep, and I. I mentioned before we started recording, we we recently had a conversation with our our new scout executive, and he made the comment that as volunteers, we shouldn't talk about council, what they do at council. He he looked at all of us and said, "You are the council. We we're in this together." And I, I thought that was so such an important statement that we shouldn't look at the paid council staff as anything other than. Um, an extension of the volunteer program. We are all in this for the same reasons. Uh, we don't get paid in money, but we get paid in, I'll say, experience and in in the the feeling of a job well done. Uh, I would also take this back to you know you said at the very beginning, Jeff. What does DE stand for? And it does stand for district executive. An executive might sound like someone who's in charge, who's pointing at you, saying, "Do this, do this, do this." I'm going to say I prefer to think of what Roger did as a district enabler as opposed to a district executive. Mm. He was there to make sure that we were able to do what we wanted to do and what we needed to do. And that's that, like that to me is yeah. a, is how to do that role properly. Wow. Roger, the district enabler. That's I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> like we should that. make up a patch and send it to him. But wait, isn't the enabler when isn't it enabler typically a often a negative connotation like Greg, you know, you, the, the bad habits that you have that, that I help enable. enable. Yes. Well, yeah, there, right. yes, you could yeah. look at it in a negative way. <laughs> I, I prefer to look at what Roger did as enabling us to do what we needed to do to keep the, uh, the district in good standing. So I, I'm, I'm going to choose to use the word enabler in a proper context here. Or, or a district coach or a district mentor or uh, pick something, pick something there. Yeah. So it's got to have an E though. Hey, I, Got to have any district. District enthusiast. It sounds, it sounds yeah. like no, a enabler's better. Yeah. Anyway, Roger, Roger, thank you for everything. You, as we said before, you set the bar high, and um, and to your point, Jeff. I mean, if you're if you're not involved with your council, if you're not involved at a district level that way, and understanding what's what's available to you. If you've got a good DE, they can make all the difference in the world in just, in just helping you do what you need to do. Amen. Amen.